Hey, I'm Paul Patrick, and though I usually identify as an agnostic, I was a religion minor in college, and I love studying religion. Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and one time one of my testicles ascended up to where it began, and I had to manually push it back down. What is happening, everyone, and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul Patrick, will give you guys an insight into our lives through some personal stories on a variety of topics. Good evening, Paul. Good afternoon. Is it? It's, it's afternoon, it's evening. Yeah, it's in the... It's, it's December, so it could be like two in the afternoon, because we live in Alaska. Like, we do, yes. Yeah, little known fact. Doesn't it feel like that? I feel like as I get older, every year it gets darker early. Well, today especially, it was very overcast, so yeah, it was dark as fuck by like 3.30. That low but, winter uh, sun will get you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, I'm always like, I don't need sunglasses during the winter, but that's probably when you need them most. Yeah, and I could not, I, as much as I love the winter time and I love the sun going down, early i also could not live in like alaska or whatever have you heard stories of like in the in in like june when the sun's up all night there's people like mowing their lawn at midnight because they just didn't realize what time it was and people just their their health just goes to shit because they're not getting sleep or they're getting too much sleep in the winter yeah so you're saying uh uh 24 hour sun inhibits people from remembering how to read a fucking clock. I mean, I don't know about you, but I would look at my clock and look outside, then look at my clock again, then look outside. I still wouldn't know what I was doing. I mean, I guess if you were, like, new to fucking Wabasha, Alaska, (laughs) or whatever the fuck. What's the name of the northernmost town in Alaska? I don't know. That... Oh, you never saw that that stupid Thirty Days of Night movie with Josh Hartnett? I did not. That. No, I know of it, but it I it was never decent. Saw it. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Okay, yeah. put it on the list. Yeah, sure. Um, why don't we get right into it today, Paul? Because we may have some extended uh, categories to talk about. Okay. okay. Uh, I think you're going first, right? You got the slightly lighter one today. I'd say it's a little humorous. Um, okay. It's basically just the topic of crazy situations that you've been in when you've been on a date. And it's mostly I just have a couple of stories that that they they beg telling, and I don't know what to do with them exactly other than tell them, and you can react, you can philosophize on how I got myself into those situations, and we can just generally laugh at the absurdity of humans, and then there's kind of a good segue, I think, into your topic. Uh, Absolutely. Now, I am going to tell the listeners, I, Van Kelly, do not have much to offer in this category. Um, I guess probably from an early age, I learned that in order to win the affections of people, I didn't have to spend money and take them on dates. I guess you could call me like a 21st century dater. I like to hang out, get drunk bang, and then talk about a relationship a couple weeks to months down the road. And I think you are far more in the majority these days. I remember in college specifically, a buddy of mine always lamented almost that we were the only people we knew who tried to kind of go on traditional dates. Um, I don't like them. um, You know what? I always have. Um, And a big problem I've always had is that I'll be on a date and having a fantastic time getting to know somebody, talking, um, being charming, I guess. (laughs) And uh, I won't have any idea how well the date is going. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, sometimes it takes like a second or third date to even be like, oh, right, that's who this girl is. And we don't get along for this reason. And yeah. Gotcha. See, I don't get along with most people. (laughs) So I like the social lubricant sure. of getting down to the physical aspect first. Yeah. And then seeing if the the pieces fit afterwards. Well, and and I have to say that that probably got me into a couple of these situations. And so maybe it's either just the women I have gone for traditionally. Mm-hmm. I've been accused many a time of going after 
let's call them broken women. No, um, you know, just women who I think as myself as a savior, oh, I can help them. Mm-hmm. They need help. That's yeah. bullshit. That's it's been total bullshit. Uh, right. That's why it always blows up in my face. Wait, but, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. I've got. What do you mean? You, what do you mean? They need help? Oh, like uh, they have issues, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see myself as, oh, I can help you. You can talk to me. Yeah. I can give you advice. We can talk things out. Like I think I'm some sort of like failed therapist or something. So that's interesting you say that because my stance, how I view the world, relationship wise, uh-huh. individual wise, is every relationship is, in my opinion, trying to fix something. I think (laughs) human beings at their strongest and at their peak are when they can survive by themselves. Uh Uh-huh. And I have a joke about Shel Silverstein's The Missing Piece here somewhere. I can't quite get it. I, but, uh, did you ever I, read that? I don't dig on Shel Silverstein. Or The Missing Piece Meets the Big O. Nah, I don't. Okay. Shel Silverstein never did it for me. All right. Uh, he's a little too juvenile. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. I mean, I didn't, I didn't read him last year. Uh, okay. I mean, it's when but, I was like six. Yes, I, I realize, Paul, that there is a, a light on in an attic somewhere. <laughs> and if you walk long enough, the fucking sidewalk will end. I know these things. Oh, so you've read him. I see. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, yes. Right. I, 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 my uh, eyes have seen those words. You're like, I'm familiar. I, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like wanting someone else to be there yeah. is everybody looking to fix a problem. One of my favorite stories about love, um, yeah, everybody knows this maybe, but maybe Plato's Symposium. Do you I'm know? more of a Caligula guy, but go All right. on. Um, and with good reason. <laughs> fucked his sister. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Take that. No. Uh, so Plato's Symposium is about a dinner party with a bunch of bigwigs, and the topic of love comes up. Like, mm-hmm. what's the meaning of love? What's the definition of love? And uh, one of the dinner guests, Aristophanes, um, he tells the story of how originally... Um, humans were one creature, man and woman, on the same body, back mm-hmm. to back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Zeus uh, shot his thunderbolts at people and split them up. And so ah. now love is man and woman trying to reconnect, trying to come back together. It's, it's I mean, it's oh, one Jesus of the, Christ. it's the most shallow, you know, oh bullshit of the stories in the symposium, but it's also, you yeah, know. It sounds oh. like a deleted scene from Little Mermaid is what that sounds like. <laughs> Right. To be honest. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you not have an opinion on that? That uh, everybody is broken and looking to fix something? Like, I don't think... Uh, I'm not trying to sell you short. Like, you right. are very intelligent in terms of, like, right. reading people and... Calm down. Calm <laughs> the fuck down, Paul. All right, go drum. Go drum your ass off. Um, it, it, I just don't think that's a, a you thing. I think... All people who are looking for somebody else aren't comfortable with who they are by themselves. Well, but I'm saying in these, what I was accused of was not that I was not comfortable by myself, but that I wanted to find someone to be the savior for. Oh, I was trying to find someone to fix. So you're fix myself. So your problem uh, in that scenario would have been you always need to be analyzing your partner. Yeah. Like fixing. Right. Or that I like drama that we've touched on before. Absolutely. I have an uncle who, you know, uh, uh, God bless him. I love him. Yeah. But I would categorize him as the kind of guy who likes drama in his relationships. Yes. And he's made it work before. Yeah. Yeah. Three times he's made it work and this is the one that's going to stick. Oh, well good. So I hope so. Yeah. But there are definitely people like that. Yeah. Um, so like we said, I, I haven't gone on a lot of traditional dates. Okay. So I don't have a lot of crazy stories. I've only dated seriously four or five girls in my entire life. Yeah. So I tend to avoid the crazy ones, Paul. So I don't have a lot of... Well, see, I've only been in like three or four serious relationships too, but there was a lot of, you know, dating, one-off dates. Yeah. And so I've got two stories that uh, I always tell. Uh Um, And first one is out on a date with a woman and we had dinner, we go to a bar, we're drinking, um, we're talking, we're having a very nice time, very flirtatious. Um, and she invites me back to her house to hang out longer. Okay. And I say, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as we're leaving the bar, she gets a text that seems to kind of like upset her a little bit. And I say, hey, what's up? She says, oh, no worry about it. It's a, it's a friend wanted to hang out, but I'm telling him I'm 
I'm busy. Don't worry about it. So we get back that's, to her place. That's, that's something evil comes this way. I mean, I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh, a friend was texting her and she can't hang oh, out. Really? That's fine. If, if, and this is a quick aside. If I'm on a date. Yeah. Or I'm even out getting drinks. Yeah. If I'm hanging out one-on-one with the purpose of getting to know a girl or sleeping with a girl or starting a relationship and she checks her phone, she's 40 points in the hole. I mean, we were walking out the door of the bar. So, you know, I I think in that circumstance. Oh, I've got opinions about getting your cell phone out on a date, too. Okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, so we get back to her place. And we're not back for five minutes when her phone just starts ringing off the hook. And finally, she says, I got to go take this. She takes her phone in the other room. And I can only hear her side of the the conversation. But she's saying, "Um, hey, what's up? No, no, I can't hang out. No, I can't hang out tonight. No, I'm with a friend. No, yes, it's a guy. No, it's just a friend. No, he's just a friend. Don't come over. No, he's just a friend. Don't come over. Click. <laughs> and so she comes back in from the other room. Hey, what's going on? I mm-hmm. say, um, who was that? Yeah. And she says, uh, listen, don't worry about it. Look, that was my ex-boyfriend. He's just drunk and he's just being an ass. But listen, if he comes over, the neighbors know to call the cops. So don't worry about it. It's totally fine. And I don't know that she even got the word fine out of her mouth when... There is a knock on the door and a bang on the door and uh, who the fuck is in there? Who are you with? And thank God she was right. The neighbors did call the cops. Wow. Was this um, guy big? Would he have have beat you silly? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not a big guy. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, he was not huge, but he he seemed very drunk. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's the only date I've been on where the cops had to show up. But, oh, wow. Uh, Did you have to talk to him? Yeah, yeah. You had to explain, you know. Did you say you were trying to get laid? <laughs> I would have been like, dude, I'm trying to get laid here. Yeah. <laughs> Could you all please just take him away and yeah. we'll resume Let, our evening? Let me get those handcuffs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I I got the fuck out of there as soon as I could. Ah, anticlimactic. What was her explanation? What was what was her response to all this? Uh, she, was, she was sorry. She was apologetic. Um, but yeah, she was like, yeah, he's just crazy jealous. And so I decided, I mean, she was safe, you know, they took him, they, you know, made him leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they arrested him. I don't yeah. cause I, you know, he wasn't trespassing or anything. Yeah. Um, and you know, I did say, well, I felt threatened cause I felt threatened, yeah. but, oh, uh, definitely. but yeah, so, uh, I had that one, which, so I don't know the girl well, but going back to a girl's place, I, I don't see what wrong move I made there necessarily. Now you're right, maybe oh, I should have seen a red flag with the the, the text beforehand. But oh uh, no, I would no, I'm not saying I would have thought that. Oh, okay. I'm just yeah, saying. I assumed it was a female friend. The way she says, "Ah, oh, friend wants to hang out," I just told them, "Yeah, we can't." Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But my whole thing is just <laughs> you can ignore your friend for fucking you know. Yeah. An hour, two hours, however long the date was. It was more about that. So as an aside about yeah. dating and cell phones, um, I had a girl one time uh, turn down a second date because uh-huh. I did check my phone uh, during the date and she said she found that very rude. But in my defense, mm-hmm. um, my sister um, has had a lot of health issues in mm-hmm. her life and I don't remember what she was going through at the time, but she was in the hospital and I'm on this date yeah. and I got a call from my sister. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, hey, this is my sister she's in the hospital do you mind if i take this call oh wow and you said that yeah. she still had beef with and it? she said oh no not at all but i think she you know felt upset that i'd even look to see who it was right, yeah. you know like this was years ago i didn't have a watch to tell me who was texting me or calling me i'm not buck rogers wow but uh real real yeah. apple plug there huh <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah, so, but I also was like, well, fuck you, if you... See, my problem is, I'm, as some people may know, a very pessimistic person. Yeah. I really believe, because I think I would, now I'm a, a staunch believer, and I've said it numerous times, I'm not one to lie or pretend uh, or make up shit to get me laid. Yeah. You know, I'm not the, oh, I'm just in town, or oh, I've got a lot of money, or anything like that, you know. Right. Shit, not shit like that. But I definitely lie a lot when it comes to why I don't want to see people anymore because <laughs> I'm worried about like I'm narcissistic, so I'm worried sure. I'm going to crush them. Oh, and so I so there in my mind I would have been like I would have had nothing to do with the phone. She just doesn't want to see me again, and she didn't want to be rude about it, so she made up something like and that. and you know honestly. 
Um, again, I almost always will go on like a second date with somebody because I can't quite get a read on how I like them at all. Yeah. Um, and like you, I, you probably are right. And or you know maybe she was being honest, but that was absolutely a situation of whether or not she was lying about that or that was the real reason. Like yeah. that's not somebody I'm interested in getting to know. Uh-huh. So I did think of a crazy date story. All right, you're all right. right. Let's hear it. Fresh, then, yeah. Freshman year of college. Okay. I. One of the first girls I ever hooked up with in high school was this girl who's two years younger than me. Let's call her Nikki B. Okay. Nikki B is very attractive. Have you seen Stranger Things? Yeah. Dead ringer for Nancy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was very into her in high school. I went to college. Is she the 11 year old? No. All right. All right. All right. Good. All right. No. Hot. Very hot. You mean the girl who his name is Eleven? Is her name Eleven? I don't think she's eleven years old. Okay, I've seen like two school. episodes, okay, but I do yes. know who Nancy is. Okay. No, Nancy is the she's hot like older mean. sister, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so no, this wasn't my freshman year. It was probably my sophomore year of college. Okay. Um, and I was not obsessed, but I really liked this chick. Uh, and at that point in my time, really liked this chick. Man, she was really hot. Sure. Um, oh, so you're a guy, I see. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, my parents were out of town. And I first went by my parents' place, and that night while we were there pre-gaming, I found, for the first time ever, my dad's smoking utensils. So we got a little high off my dad's supply, okay, which was the first ever for me. Which Wait, I the found. girl is there. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right just yeah, make yeah. sure. Okay. So then uh, me and her go to this house party, okay, or apartment party, and we are both from the area where our, my college was. And we knew a lot of people, and this particular party was mostly towny folks. And there's a lot of history between one school and another. I was a city boy. There were county redneck fucks. Okay. And one or two of them uh, had been involved with girls I had been involved with before. Mm, so we Eskimo go, brothers. Yeah. Yeah, ugh, ugh. <laughs> with these guys? No, let's not use that term. <laughs> Unfortunate associates. Right. And we go to this party, and the girl leads me to go say hi to some friends. And while I'm in there, I see this other girl that I hooked up with um, way back in the day. Yeah. And I talked to her for less than three minutes. Are you just recounting the plot of the Rules of Attraction? or <laughs> No. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> so I talked to this girl for like three minutes, and this kid... This older brother of a kid I knew and used to play basketball with. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, the one younger brother's nickname was like Slim, and then his older brother's nickname was some redneck shit. He's the kind of guy who used to wear fish hooks on his hat. If okay. that gives you a like camo hats with fish hooks, all right. You know the kind of guy I'm talking about. I've here. seen them in films. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, he comes up to me, drunk as piss. Does that that asshole thing where they lean on you yeah. and get like pretty much in your face, daring you to say something? Right. And the line is, I still I'll die remembering this line. He goes, <laughs> non-ironically, Paul. He goes, "You in my Kool Aid, motherfucker." You in my Kool-Aid. You in my Kool-Aid. The girl I was talking to, he was apparently dating. Oh, okay. So he saw me talk to her for two minutes and comes over and says, you in my Kool-Aid, motherfucker. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sober, a little stoned at this point, and I can sniff out danger because like you, Paul, I run away and live to run away (laughs) another day. Right, Right. So I get this girl and I'm like... We need to cheese it. (laughs) We need to get out of here. Yeah. So we go and we get in my car, and my car was facing literally like the door to the party. Oh, Jesus. And I get, we slam our doors and I turn in the light, turn on the lights just to see this dude drunkenly come out with like five redneck buddies just to beat me senseless. (laughs) And they're blinded by my lights, but they don't know it's me in the car. So I just see them walking back and forth looking for me for a good 30 seconds while this girl is like closing her door and trying to go. And I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And she was probably a little turned off by how quickly I fled the fight scene. (laughs) And there were no follow-up dates to that. So that was That's pretty good. Yeah, That's pretty that, good. That was my one yeah. weird date. But story. like once again, if you're gonna be turned off by my fleeing and like, yeah. oh, absolutely. Fuck, fuck you. Her. Fuck yeah. her. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Nikki right. B. Fuck you if you're listening. <laughs> what are you gonna protect me? No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was my one. I know you have another one or two, right? Well, I have another one. I, I feel like I got a bunch that I have to go back and remember because right. fuck, I've had some weird ones. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, 
one that'll be a good segue is, um, so this wasn't actually a date, uh, so much as I was, uh, going up to upstate New York and on the way, um, I planned to meet up with a friend of mine from college who lived in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Sorry. Um, Yeah. Um, and so I stop off at her place on the way and we'd kind of flirted before and we'd been talking in a couple of weeks coming up to the trip and had been, you know, sexy talking, a little sexting. Um, and I knew that she was separated. Mm-hmm. Um, and she invites me over for lunch and I come over for lunch. Um, we hang out, we have a few drinks, one thing leads to the other and we're in her bedroom. She's wearing a French maid outfit. Yeah. As you do, you know, okay. and, uh, we're, we're making out and all of a sudden she stops and goes, what was that? Oh fuck. I think my husband's home. Oh, and I wow. say, your husband? Yeah. And she goes, no time. Get in the bathroom. And she points me towards the bathroom. I fucking do like a somersault into their bathtub mm-hmm. and pull the shower curtain. And she just says, just stay here. I'll go see you know who it is. And that was probably the longest five minutes of my life. In that shower, trying not to breathe because, you know, I'm thinking he's going to walk in and come just use the bathroom. He's going to hear somebody on the other side of the shower curtain Uh and my life will be over. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So so it turned out that it was not her husband. It was uh, and I'll talk about husband in a second, but it was the UPS man at the door with a package. (laughs) So getting in the way of my package, damn it. No. (laughs) Zinger. Yes. Um, I'm not a married person. I've never lived with anybody. But is that something people do when they come home to their house with their spouses? Knock. Oh, it wasn't that uh, they knocked. She thought she heard the door open. Oh, okay. And she did hear the screen door open because they were leaving <laughs> a package. But she, she, there was no knocking. She thought she heard the screen door, and she did. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, turned out not to be her husband. Turned out that I said, I thought you were separated. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she says, well, he's still living here. We aren't uh, legally separated yet, whatever the fucking Pennsylvania laws are. Right. Um, but, yeah, he. He, he just is at work and he'll you know be home later tonight. So. And did you guys resume? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, she said that you know he'd be home later tonight. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that was longest five minutes of my life. Yeah. And. Um, you know, I, maybe I should have gotten out of there because who knows? Maybe he could have come home. Um, who knows what would have happened? They have since formally gotten divorced. Um, yeah. And uh, she's married to somebody else, has a couple of kids. So my how time distorts things. Yes, yes. But uh, so what do you think? Was oh, that was that my bad? Like should I like? No, no. Well, when somebody agrees to go out with you for drinks yeah. and are flirting or whatever, that's like the sign. Yeah. Of. I'm not calling. I'm not saying this is consent, but it is a sign that you are single and available. Well, uh, yes, and I mean she was separated, but I didn't bother to ask if he had moved out. Oh, don't no, you what? think I would have? Yeah, wouldn't Separ- you have assumed so? Se- the word "separated" implies yeah. I'm available. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. did nothing wrong. She's being. She, I mean, she didn't. In my opinion, she didn't do anything wrong either. Okay, unless she was lying about that. About being separated. About being separated. I mean, they were divorced officially. She's, you know, she's a Facebook friend, so they were divorced officially not long after that. So, right. I think it was true, but yeah. So I don't yeah. think either of you did anything wrong. Okay, um, just miscommunication. Miscommunication, huh? and she probably like, even though she probably didn't like the guy, hated him for some reason, really yeah. disagree. She probably did care about him and didn't want him to find them in that situation. Sure, you sure. guys in that situation, regardless. Yeah, and that's yeah, you got remember, Paul, I do a lot of drugs and I drink a lot. So my, my memory is hazy because I've, I've gone out with a lot of women uh-huh. and I just tend to forget them all because uh, compared to me and my awesomeness, they're pretty forgettable. Just interchangeable. Just tall, just, thin. No, not interchangeable. <laughs> um, but all unique in their own special snowflakey way. Sure. You reminded me of like every story you give reminds me of another one. So okay. I completely forgot this this story existed until you just brought up um, hiding and 
in high school, I was sleeping with a girl, and she had broken up with the guy she had lost her virginity to, and he lost his virginity to her. Okay. And they thought they were star-crossed high school lovers, blah, sure. blah, blah. Of course. Um, so I, we started off in our house in her main floor, and I guess uh, we started getting undressed a little there. We went up to her bedroom, and then, yeah, you know, mid-doing our thing... We hear a car pull up and like oh. knocking on the door. Oh. And it was the ex boyfriend who saw my car parked out. Front. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we hear him like yelling or whatever. And she's yeah. like, the door's locked. It's no big deal. But this guy was like one of those douchebags who tries to manipulate the girl by getting real close to their family. Okay. You know, those type of dudes. I fucking sure. hate those dudes. Sure. Um, so he had been like over to their house numerous times and he thought this laid some claim to her. <laughs> so this motherfucker doesn't take the lock front door as, as proof to get the fuck out of there. He goes around back oh. to the back door uh-huh. and she's like, I forgot to lock the screen. <laughs> so we hear the screen open and we hear this little, this, this little, here's like five foot one, a little chubby, not chubby, but a little stocky wrestler fuck. And I hear his little paws clip-clopping around downstairs. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, fuck, we need to go. And it was not a, like, I can hide you situation. It's we both. So we both go into the guest bedroom and get in the closet. And we're looking through the slats. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we see him run into her room. Then he runs into the guest bedroom. And he's yeah. just pounding his fist into his hand like in a cartoon. You've got to be kidding I'm me. not kidding. And he looked under the bed and he looked around the room, but he did not open the fucking closet. And after about five minutes of hearing him <laughs> rummage around like a little weasel through the house, he eventually left. And she was too freaked out. And the reason I asked about you guys is because she wouldn't finish with me. <laughs> not, not a fan of that. <laughs> so. It was actually her idea to finish. Like, oh, well, let's go. Oh God! She yeah. just put on a bathrobe over the French maid outfit, and oh, just like, look, here we go. Oh wow, nice. It okay. was nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure if we picked our brains, we could probably think of more, but none jump out at me. Well. I tend to we'll do yeah. a special segment in the future. You okay, know. yeah, if we Crazy remember another ex-girlfriends, one, right? right. Crazy yeah. ex-girlfriends. Um, that trans. Uh, well, you're. I guess both of our stories with the people showing up. Infidelity. Infidelity is yeah. our second topic. Yeah. Um, now, do you want to explain, or do you want me to explain why this is? Uh, I, you take it. Forthright in our mind. I have. Yeah. I don't. Uh, ha- I don't have the info. Uh, it's just. Um, uh, <laughs> Occasionally, things will happen in the real life that inspire us to talk about stuff on here. Sure. And recently, um, either you know somebody close in, in our lives, somebody that we know, uh, is involved in an extramarital affair, and it just got us thinking about the topic. Yes. Um, so, Paul, uh-huh. I want to know: Is cheating on a woman or man you are married to and have kids with, yeah, ever acceptable? If the person doesn't know. I am going to come out on a controversial side here of I am against cheating. It it is not ever okay if you are in a stated monogamous relationship. That isn't into... Right, I'm saying stated monogamous... Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a... We can talk about how we feel about polyamory. Oh, we have before, I believe. Oh, yeah. Haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, if you are in a monogamous relationship, no. You know, I think that. Well, hold on. You can be in a monogamous relationship and swing. No, that's no longer monogamous. That's kind of the. That's the exact. You now, you now are in an open relationship. But monogamy just means you're committed to one person. It has nothing to do with sex and stuff. It's commitment. Oh, I guess. All right. That's you make an argument that I have yeah. to Google and see what people think. Okay. But I think some people would disagree with you, and some people would disagree with me. Yeah. Um. But um. So okay. Yeah, but if you are in a committed relationship and you are not swingers, um, you, and you're not John Favreau either, you know, I'm sure he gets special because he's a swingers. Oh, it's terrible. Oh. We, we can edit that out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I hope our listeners are over forty because that movie came out <laughs> a while ago, Paul. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yes, it did. You, ever the, go you back know that's and, the guy who directs Iron Man now, right? Well, he doesn't even do that anymore. Oh, He's well, directing right. The Mandalore or something for Star well, no, Trek. His new big Star one is Wars. The Lion King, bro. 
Well, that's coming out, but right now he's working on a Star Wars TV show. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, good for Johnny. Johnny Favs. Yes. Cool. But anyway, yeah, um, I am all for communication, and you want to go for an open relationship, go for it. And you know what? Uh, I do want to play the devil's advocate. Do either of us know that the situation we're aware of Uh is not an open, agreed-upon situation? Um... I mean, we assume that it's. I'm going to state something that is very stereotypical, Paul. Okay. But both of these people seem to be very waspy. Yes. Very. um, uh, My name is my name. I come from a white family with a name. Like those sort of douchebags. Right, right. I feel like they do not have the social capacity to accept a lifestyle like that. (laughs) So no, Paul, I can't imagine that's the case. No, I agree, but the specific situation is kind of still blowing my mind. With the factors that are involved, you know, like what I just want to talk. Are you talking about the kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I want to talk. I've never known anybody in real life to yeah. have an adult affair. My girlfriend knows uh, somebody. I shouldn't be saying this, but my girlfriend knows someone who is having an affair and has been having an affair for like years. Ooh, so yeah, juicy yeah. Jane. Yes, okay. yes, indeed, indeed. And what's her opinion on it? Um, because this is what I'm wrestling for right now. Okay. Um, sorry to ask a question, then interrupt. <laughs> this is very professional. Yeah. Um, is I feel like at some point I'm going to have to say something to this guy. We'll see. I actually saw him. I don't know if I told you this, but I saw him leaving today, and mm-hmm. I had to restrain myself from giving him a high five. No, I. <laughs> oh, Paul, you disgusting, <laughs> disgusting man. Um. I mean, do you think somebody's in a right to do that? Like, I, I, I'm, I see. I guess my situation or yeah. my stance is going to be that um, it's kind of like how I feel about abortion. Um, for me, I have one opinion, mm-hmm. um, but I don't presume to know everything. Like I'm saying, we don't know their relationships, mm-hmm. and so I'm not necessarily going to pass judgment until I know all the details. Um, and even then, you don't know what somebody is going through, and they are an adult. They are adults. They're mm-hmm. making their own choices, mm-hmm. and you know they might be more interesting choices than some people would make. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's their choice to make, and so I I might not trust those people, mm-hmm. you know, in in different ways in the future. I wouldn't, you know want to date either of them necessarily. You know, do do you think uh, once a cheater, always a cheater? Um, yes, I do. Oh, interesting. Okay. I do. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, oh man, you, you said so much. I had so many things to say. All right, They're let's all double blended back. together. Let's and double I, back. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Um, because I literally, I can't remember. I had so many things to say. I can't remember where I was going to go. Well, I said that I, it's more of a live and let live. That uh, I don't right. know what they're, I, they're going See, through. I disagree with that completely. Okay. Because my... Whenever we I get into a debate about drugs with anybody yeah. versus actual crime, to me it is always about this is I have I own you own Paul. Everybody owns one thing in this world. One thing. What is it? Hit me. Everybody owns one owns thing. Owns one thing. Is it a Nintendo Switch? <laughs> I wish. I don't fucking have one of those. Yeah, I love me one either. of those. That's why I figured. So wrong. Okay. Your body. Yourself. Oh, right. Everybody okay. owns one thing in this world. Okay. All right? What you do to that in your own mind and yeah. your own shit is your own business. I love this All phrase. Right? How you dispose of your body is your business. Yes. I kind absolutely. of like that. Yeah. 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 When other people get involved is when I have a problem. Agreed. And All right. I'm not a, like if it turns yeah. out that this is destroying, you know, yeah. six lives right. here, then no, I'm not a fan of this and I'm right. sorry they did. Well, let did me it. tell you your problem the 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 problems with your logic, okay? okay. You're talking about being reactive. I'm talking about being proactive. Okay. Okay? If I wait for all the details to come out... Yeah. 
what happens if if lives relationships are ruined let's let's go to an extreme real fast let's say like the spouse of one of these people finds out takes it hor- horribly again we don't know all the factors maybe one of them suffers from depression and this is the yeah. camel that that breaks the back sure now you've got a one family one like they kill themselves or something like or that. or come to the workplace and uh and yes yeah. exactly right yeah man that would make for an interesting and I, Tuesday. i'm not talking about th- Fisticuffs were like we're two right. drunken Irish louts in the You're, street. Right. I'm talking about telling somebody to get their fucking shit in order. The yeah. way if I was showing up drunk to work, nobody would be like, we don't know what he's going through. Let him, let him figure his shit out. No, somebody would come up to me and be like, yo, Van, get your shit together. Get yeah. your household in order. You've got a thing to do. If you want to go out and be a drunk, perfectly fucking fine. You're not going to do it here. See, that is super interesting um, because, yeah, I actually do agree with that now that in that circumstance. But the thing is, whose place is it? to do that. Fuck you. That's what I asked you. (laughs) Am I out of line to do that? (laughs) Well, I mean, because like, you know, because here's my, at this point for you and me, at least this is still level of gossip. Like we, this could have been blown up into, you know, God knows what. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, hearsay, but at the same time, (laughs) what if, hold on, did you just use hearsay for a synonym for evidence? (laughs) Um, well, so no. there's a lot of evidence, you know, a lot of hearsay. No, I didn't mean it as a synonym. I meant it both. as like, there there's is both, both evidence right. and hearsay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but like what happens if you, you, you confront the persons and it's completely blows up in your face? What if you get in trouble? You know, what if administration is like, what the fuck? Why are you, what are you making up stories about? Right. Yeah. And you know, I can almost see this spinning out into some, well, uh, Van's got a crush on what's-her-name, so uh, he made up some story to try and discredit, you know. See, what is... Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, would happen. I'm uh, just saying... Is this what Me Too women go through? Pa- You're yes, telling me yes, it by, is. by sticking up for... <laughs> see, this is why human beings are so fucked up. Yeah. Fuck all you people. I. This goes back to last year in our faculty. There were rumors, remember, about me sleeping with some disgusting, disgusting, both both personality wise and looks wise. I had to think about who you're talking about for a minute. Was there really who started that? We Holy can go shit. into that, dude. Yes, ever. See, I wanted to ask. I there was, was curious. There's a while where uh, there was about a month's time where every single one of my friends I talked to would be like, "Hey, are you fucking her?" And <laughs> I, I, I tracked it down and down and down, and I eventually got to a place where people just straight up told me, "You are so nice to her in the hallways. You're so friendly to her." Fuck you all. If we are at a place where by me being friendly to somebody at work yeah. puts that into your mind. Fuck you people. Yeah. If there is a person who who cheats on their spouse and and possibly ruins the lives of kids and I stick up for the aforementioned hurt parties and I am – it is rumored that I have a, a crush on somebody. That's why yeah. I'm doing it. Right. That is shifting the blame. That is, it is giving a it free pass to someone for being a shithead. And this brings me to another fucking heated point that I am really upset about, Paul. And that is for a lot of my life, many, many girls that I have known yeah. think I am a huge asshole. Hmm. And the reason for that is – I, in awkward and many social situations, and especially whilst drunk, which is most social situations, I like to say jokes that are probably inappropriate. Okay. So in my life, I've had girls who have stuck up and gone to bat for guys that I know have hit girls, guys that I know who have cheated on girls, guys that I know who use girls emotionally, uh, lie to them, steal things from them, simply because they are kind to their face. And they will call me an asshole and tell people not to date me, blah, 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 because I make fun of their shoes, because I make fun of their haircut. This is completely off topic, but not. Do you know anything about Lena Dunham? 
uh, yes. creative girls. Like about a year ago, a writer on her show was accused of sexual harassment, and uh-huh. she basically discredited the accuser, saying "There's we, we have certain insider evidence that we know that it's not true. And literally just today or yesterday, it came out that she issued an apology saying that she did never have any extra information. She just was such good friends with this guy that she thought it couldn't possibly be true. And so she, she sort of badly apologized to the accuser. For not believing her. I don't like her. No, I don't. I don't either. I used to be a bit of an apologist, but she's just done so many things. At this point, she's like, please, just stop. You're not helping. I can't think of a good analogy. She's like, she's got this creative genius in her, and she thinks that grants her leeway to be like a spokesman for the generation. But like, she's not doing a very good job about it. Like when, if you... It's like the exact opposite of Me Too. For her to be defending someone who was accused and attacking the accuser, and with you know that's just fucked up. With no minimal evidence. And actually, you're—I just remembered how I actually had heard that rumor. Somebody asked me if I could confirm it, and I said no. About me and that other girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I I said I have no idea. You know, I I don't know. I was like, I don't know. No, I don't know. Yes, but I have no idea. So you know what? I'm just. uh, This is probably a bad metaphor for our particular profession. But all right, fuck you. I'm loading up the Tommy guns with fucking witty one-liners, and I'm not liking anybody. You show up, you're fat. You know what? You're getting called fat. You show up, your eye makeup's ugly. Get those fucking ugly eyes out of my face. Sorry, I just don't want people to think I'm porking you, so I'm going to be rude as fuck to you. Is that where we're at, people? Is that what you want? Because I will give it to you. And I mean, so from everything I know, it feels like you had good reason to be you know, rude because they, 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 it was a... It was a. I wouldn't be surprised if the story came from that source because yeah. you know I've told you about how like I'm gonna be that person's friend and I. Oh yes. That's weird man. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. You know. Anyway. Anyway. Right. Off right, topic. Right. So but, back to back to yeah. the. It's, it's. It's just a super interesting place to put yourself in to step up and say something because all right I get it but barring someone coming to our workplace and threatening not just the people involved, but other people at work. Right. At the same time, the people's lives who may be hurt by this are Mm -hmm. not, they're not our responsibility. I got you, but isn't there just a level of decency in the world anymore? Am I not allowed to... I think uh, that have a concern for another human being. I think it might come down to how close of a friend are you to either of these people? Um, well, the girl, I do not know it yeah. all. Yeah. Really. Right. Um, the guy, I would have said I liked him beforehand. Yeah. We have hung out socially. Yeah. Um, that definitely has all changed now. I would not invite him anywhere anymore. Yeah. I will get up and change seats if he sits next to me at a bar. Not because I'm like a child and like, oh, I can't sit next to you, but because I'm worried I will have one too many drinks and say something in a very dickish manner. And I guess my my question next would be, like, what would be gained by saying something? I feel like you know, I think most people's reactions are like, a fuck fire. you, buddy. Light you know? a fire. Fuck me. How? See, yeah. and that's my problem. Then they become defensive. Right. Like, right. I, again, like I'm a bad person. You don't know my life. You don't just, know the choices I made. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's that's like a child's argument. Okay. Like, uh, you don't know what I've gone through, so none Wait, of my is, actions is matter. Is he married? Yes. Okay, I guess I... I with see, I always con- Well, I knew he had a kid, but I always confuse him with our other co-worker who was living here, but then was living out of town, and I just always confuse their yeah. situations. I have a sneaky suspicion he would do the exact same thing. Well, actually. yes, but he's a dick. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I love him, you know. Oh, but, uh, me too, but if yeah. he did this, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Now, my problem is I worry I, I'm coming off like some sort of Quixote Quixotic, chivalrous, yeah. doing it for myself, when in reality, like, I don't know, it's just one of those things I take very seriously, one of the defining moments <laughs> in my life, Paul, and I'm not sure I've ever shared this with anybody, Okay, is Christmas Eve, <coughs> one year when I was a child before seventh grade, because we hadn't moved to our new house yet, my dad was a bit of a drinker, and he liked to go hang out with the buddies. Okay. And 
he, under the guise of like going to go get Christmas presents or something, I think he went out and stopped by a bar and he came home and his breath stunk of alcohol and it was Christmas Eve. Is this and, the gremlin story? Did he get stuck in the chimney? And, no. No, okay. No, all right, I, sorry. All right, go ahead. Go I ahead. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I was in the living room and my parents didn't know I was there and they were in the kitchen and my, and my mom, as soon as my dad comes home, she goes, I figured out what I want for Christmas. My dad goes, what? She says, a divorce. And I cried. Oh, thanks, Paul. Um, I cried like <laughs> a baby. Like Aww. we had to have like an intervention about how they weren't going to get a divorce and shit like Aww. that. So I mean, it was kind of a good line. <laughs> so um, it was an authentic laugh, Paul, for sure. Um, and that shit almost fucked me up. It still fucks me up. It's one of the the five most yeah. defining points of my life. I can imagine, I yes. may have commitment issues. I may have narcissistic <clears throat> issues because of all this. Yeah. Right? So, I do not see how in any way, if I step up, it is considered as anything as what's best for another human being. Yeah. As I've said before, I do not care if this guy has a kid and gets a divorce and fucks every living pulse under the sun. It does not bother me. But I don't know. There's just something about the lying and the manipulation and the non-concern for... If you have that little concern for someone you've been inside and somebody you helped create, yeah. what concern, what level of code do they have for you a coworker, for <coughs> you a friend, for you anybody else? Right? Yeah. I just don't see a. Once you do that, to me, you have no connection or no. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? You you just can't be trusted. Yeah. In any I capacity. Agree. I agree with that. I just still keep coming back to. I don't think anything would be gained. You know, it, because of the factors of the situation, and you know, if it was like your best friend. Uh huh. I, you know, or if, it, if, if like he'd confided in you, oh, if it was one of my friends, we would have already had this conversation. Exactly. Exactly. And it probably would have, maybe it could have had some impact or maybe not and whatever. And you'd go from there. But if you, you know, talked to him beforehand, if you found uh-huh. out, yeah, I, we've been flirting a lot and she's propositioned me and I think we're going to do it. You know, what if you'd been like, oh, I think that's a bad idea. But yeah, I just don't know at this point what's going to be. Gained, yeah. So, see, I think that's where we slightly di- differ. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think, I think spending too much money uh, uh, on dinner when you don't have it in your bank account is a bad idea. Yeah, I think, I think cheating on a spouse actively trying to hide it whilst you have a kid is a scuzzball move. Yeah, to, yeah. To, uh, uh, but the thing is, there's a million scuzzballs in this world. Yes, and like, oh, I know. You can't, you can't save them all. And I mean. He's, they've done the deed, perhaps yeah. many times. But know? I mean, to me, it's about like, do you? It's about putting your mouth where, putting your money where your mouth is. That's right. Like I, <laughs> I told this to uh, Violet uh, when we were going through a bit of a rough patch. Uh-huh. I, I'm not one to uh, uh, muddle the facts, but I consider myself one of the great people in this world. Oh yes, and and. Uh, yes, I make people very angry. Yes, I'm very narcissistic. But when it comes down to do the right thing or not do the right thing, yeah. I have found myself in the right position 99.9% of the times <laughs> in right, my life. Okay. And I don't do that. Well, no, I do that a li- I do that for probably a plethora of reasons. Okay. To make my parents happy because I'm narcissistic and I want to be the best and hold that over everybody. Yeah. But there's also a part of me that's like, if if I just say it and I don't do it, yeah, then I'm just words, yeah, and I'm worthless, and it's kind of just how I view the world. Like I need to do what I need to do to feel good. Yes, you know, it's like you have what you do, consider a strong moral compass. And, yeah, yeah, and do, I agree, I do too. You it's know? like it's like with me choosing to to be alone and not get in any relationships, and and like I'm happiest. 90% of the time when I'm alone, yeah. I don't let that other 10% make my choices for me. Okay. I do not adhe- uh, uh, I do not like that behavior that this guy's doing. Yeah. And yeah, 10% of me may be like, "Ah, it's just a it's just a guy, he's living his own life, I shouldn't get involved." Yeah. But the 90% of me that's that's that I can't uh uh negotiate with 
is what calls my shots. I feel like I need to step up and be who I am rather than... And maybe you're the, the voice that he needs to hear, you know, that... Uh, no, I'm not tactful when it comes to... No, I don't mean... I just mean, like, maybe just a wake-up call. Of, yeah, maybe. You know, him saying, oh, all right, here's what I should do from here on out. Yeah. But I, I mean... I'm just so more curious. I'd like to sit him down just to talk about... You just like, seem horny about it. No. You want details. Look at you. I don't want, like, lascivious details. Right. Well, I want some of them. Yes, I know. But, <laughs> um, you know, like, which pod was it in? No. Um, uh, but uh, I just more want to... No, I, it's more from, a, like, an academic standpoint of, like, what was your thought process when you made that decision and that it's been going yeah. on so long? How do you feel about it going on this long? Like, right. with my girlfriend's friend, uh-huh. that it's been, like, years, I'm just so fascinated like how how is it living that life i don't want that life yeah i don't want to um now this is kind of one of the last things to maybe say is i'm sure i know your answer Mm. have you ever cheated on somebody i have not okay i would say that i have not but that's maybe a technicality okay so my story is that i had a girlfriend about 10 years ago we'd been together for a couple of years okay and um, I'd known that it was it was it was bad for a while, uh-huh. um, and I'd gone to Georgia for I'd gone out of state for right. the summer. I was away for you know ten weeks. Yeah, and uh, while I was away, we uh, did not officially break up, but we would to fucking steal the zeitgeisty friends. We were on a break. Okay. We weren't broken up, but. Right. You know, it was, we were not formally, completely, officially over. Yeah. Well, just about my last night uh, out of town, I slept with a friend of mine. Yeah. That A, I wanted to sleep with her. Uh, I had wanted to sleep with her for a long time and it was terrific. Um, but B, it was like, I have to sleep with her to make sure I break up with my girlfriend for good. Okay. Um, that I will, there will be zero chance yeah. of return. This right. is a point of no return. This is, it. Yeah, now, see, I find all that very different. You're completely you're right all there. I Yeah, I think a lot of people would say, nope, you were not completely, officially, totally done. Um, so you you should have waited until, or you should have at well, least, I mean, like, you should have. Give her a phone call beforehand right. be like, hey, listen, I'm about to sleep with somebody else. Or, you know, not tell her that. That's terrible. That would but, be right, horrible. Right, Never right. do that, if listeners. She, no, no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if she found out that I had slept with someone down there, um, she would have been very, very hurt by that and okay. would have considered that I had cheated on her. Okay. I don't consider it, and so maybe it's yeah. a technicality, but yeah. No, I think if you immediately break up with them, uh, yeah, that's it. The, there was the, zero return. Right. There was, the, yeah. Is furtiveness a word? Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, no, it's it's the furtiveness of yeah. sneaking around. It's like uh, it's premeditated ver- murder versus a crime of passion sort of yeah. thing. You know, there's a reason you get the death penalty for premeditated murder. <laughs> yeah. Versus crimes of passion are different. I I agree. You know, I I, agree. I get mistakes. Yeah. I get mistakes. Right. And that's why I'm so fascinated because I would never do this. Yeah. I'm not horny for the story exactly, right. but it's that I'm just so fascinated. What makes you keep doing that a mistake is one thing yeah right yeah but if this has been going on for months yeah i'm so fascinated my girlfriend's friend been going on for years See, i'm disgusted like, i'm not fascinated well i'm i may be more i'm maybe i would explain that i'm yeah. fascinated the way that some people yeah. are fascinated by serial killers like what how I, the, are you the, the connection i was the analogy i was going to make is like i love reading about war stories yeah and, and bands of brothers yeah i Paul, I'd be terrible at war. <laughs> yeah. We both would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't like when you run away from fights. <laughs> uh, let me close this episode by giving a little uh, insight into to, to, uh, an, an eternally uh, single man's point of view about this okay. as, as well. Um, to me, and hopefully other listeners out there who've made a life decision similar to mine, is something you realize, and I'm going through it now, and I talk to Violet a lot about this. Um, I've talked to, I haven't really talked to my friends because they're the they're the problem with it. And okay. Paul, you are becoming the problem now too, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sorry. When you when you say I'm going to be single, I do not want a relationship. Yeah. I have been, and I've just found this out in like the past two years. I guess uh, some of our friends at work probably were too shy to tell me, probably uh, maybe self-conscious. Maybe they thought I would take it badly. But I have been left out of a lot of parties and get-togethers. Really? Because I don't have a kid. Because I I don't have a wife. Gotcha. Right? So 
Yes, I'm choosing to be lonely, but I never chose to be alone and away from my friends. Yeah. I chose to not be in a relationship. I chose not to have kids. And in the back of my head, I didn't think that out. Not that it would have changed anything, but that's going to lead to me, you know, they don't want a drunken, stoned comedian being a dick while they're trying to change diapers at a 4th of July barbecue. Sure. I didn't think about it beforehand. I'm dealing. I'm coping with it now. It's yeah. led to some some minor depression issues, whatever. And you may I'll, change I'll, your mind on your whole outlook on life, you know? I, I mean, I, I'm not saying you will. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. All right, you may too. You're, you may get a divorce <laughs> from this girl you're positive you're in love with in two years. Yeah, oh, I might, yeah. Okay. It's entirely yeah. possible. But, yes, okay, entirely yeah. possible. I've got confidence <laughs> in you, Paul, just like I have confidence in myself. I, all right. We I know ourselves. No, I do have Better confidence than most in you. People. I'm just saying, like, you know, That's time, one thing we can hang on. Changes, you know, that's true. But anyway, um, when you make that decision, yeah. you've got to realize that. And that's going to happen. Yes. What really chaps my ass, Barry, about this guy and people who do this is they are trying to have it both ways. Yeah. They get invited to those parties. They want the upkeep. They want the the, the Christmas card. Yeah. Look how responsible an adult I am. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But they aren't right. They are in more ways childish for doing that than I am because I don't call my landlord to come fix my plumbing for a month. Now is part of it like a feeling of they're getting away with it and you don't think it's fair for them to get away with it? One. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm very narcissistic. It all comes back to me. I yeah. deserve everything. Fuck those people. <laughs> they don't get to hang out with my friends and have their baby and get laid on the side. And I made a joke about this earlier. And I know it's not the case in this situation because yes. you wouldn't hook up with the married woman anyway. No. But say it's a married man um, you know, hooking up with a single woman. This was always one of my uh, thoughts. I was like, "That's not fucking fair. You're you're stealing from the pool of right. That, yeah. Those are my women. Those yeah. are those are the people I'm supposed to be able to try and meet. Yeah, you know? it would maybe be a little, but I'm not very competitive. If I ever yeah. see anybody else going for a girl, I shut that down. Yeah. shit down quick. I'm like, uh, uh, a confrontation over a girl's not worth getting laid for. I can yeah. go out another night and maybe get laid. That's it's, true. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. So it's that whole. I don't know. I deserve it. Like you get, you need to be called on your shit on that. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. To me, it's just a sign of weakness of not knowing yourself, of not knowing what you want. Like, how could you be that oblivious? This is 2018, almost 2019. If you want to be a single dude and go poon everything that will let sure. you, no one is going to look down on you about that. Now, For some you reason, feel? you'll get made fun of it a bunch. All our married <laughs> friends make fun of me getting laid like it's it's like the coming of the apocalypse. Because they're probably, something. you know. Envious. Oh. But what about this? Um, what about uh, you as a single man or, or any single man sleeping with a married woman? Are they as bad as the one doing the cheating? Like in my situation when I you know slept with my, uh, my yeah. separated friend, she was uh-huh. technically still married. Right. So was there any – maybe not in my situation, but is there any well, moral um, outrage about um, a single man sleeping with a married woman? That – that's a case-by-case basis, okay. I would say. Or you're talking about a single woman sleeping with a man or a single man. Both. Either well, sure, way, right? Sure, right, exactly. Um, Your well, ire is very much directed to him in this case, though. And so. sorry, we don't have time to put in yeah. all four relationships, but we're talking about <laughs> the gays, too. All right? you got, We're talking about the same thing. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I think it's a case-by-case basis because in lots of times you'll find uh, people in relationships who are scared to leave who don't want to. You know, yes. maybe it's a threat that that's why sure. they're not leaving. Maybe they, you know, they're, I really can't think of another good reason off the top of my head. But I don't know. It's, yeah, it's more about me not doing what I think is bad for yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, if... A guy is just very inattentive and doesn't give his wife attention and is a dick and dismissive of her. Um, maybe I will make her life better by sleeping with her. Maybe I will. Yeah, but I feel like oh. you just stepped in it because now what if that's the situation with both of these relationships? That their, right, their yeah. partners are inattentive and are you know maybe even abusive in some ways right, emotionally yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. So... You know. Um, well, I mean, if uh, here's the thing, I would, 
I don't know. It's it's tough to say. Yeah. I, I could see myself sleeping with a, a woman in that kind of relationship or something like that. Yeah. Here's the thing. I wouldn't do it twice. I would say, all right, I let myself slip, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I like sleeping with you. You're going to get a, like, if you want this to continue happening, you need to get a divorce or something. Okay. okay. Like, it's just the continuation of it. I, the everybody long term makes infidelity is yeah. so. That's what I say. It's so interesting. Like, I'm like, what is it? What does it feel like every day? Right. It, to me, it would just feel so nerve wracking. Like you'd be on edge all the time. Well, you'd be waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I would just know that people think I'm a piece of shit, and I, it, it, I'd just be worried about getting caught constantly. Which kind of gets into why do you do the things? Why do you do right? Yes. Is it because you're just afraid of getting caught? Is that why you don't do wrong? But things? see, the thing is, they apparently have been. And it yeah. has not changed anything. Has it not? And, oh, you know what? I'm just remembering another statement that because Ooh. I heard so many things today that just All blew right. my fucking mind. All right. Somebody, I think, asked him or told him, like, do you think this is a, a good idea? Like, uh, what happens if administration finds out I might have to, like, I forget the exact. Okay. It was like a veiled threat or a veiled this could happen. Right. And the guy, and this was a quote you know, uh, um, but again, it could be hearsay or something. But yeah. the way it was quoted to me is directly from his mouth. This is not going to stop, and you all will not force me to get stop doing this. Well, then a like you can't say anything at this point. You like what's it? What do you, you want? Oh no! See that lights a fire under my ass more. Okay, that start. That's that's bringing out the the rage in me of <laughs> you are not making a mistake. You are you're just being a piece of shit. Like yeah. you are a bad 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 man. Man, so this is just gonna blow up. Have there been any I don't other? Know. No, I don't like confrontation. No, no, I'm not oh, saying with oh, you. I'm oh. saying that like it feels like it's they're gonna make a mistake. Someone's gonna catch them. Again, they have been caught, Paul. Yeah, but not, I mean, again, by somebody who's going to really make some waves. Mm. Like, did the person who caught them tell anybody? I mean, like, turn them into the administration? I don't know. They must have told everybody because everybody knows. Yeah, well, from the source, I'm not shocked. I love it. Right. But, yeah, (laughs) as far as I haven't heard, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. What almost used her name. Sorry. Come on, Debbie. Damn yeah. it, Debbie. Debs. Debs. We'll say Debs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Debbie. Um, God, it just gets my fucking blood boiling, man. Well, let's calm God it down with it. some nice uh, outro music. Oh, or, sure. Uh, do you want to yeah. tell do you want to tell people where they can find us? Yeah. And let us know why we're wrong. Let me know why uh pooning extra women while you got a kid at home is a decent thing to do. I'm curious. Hit us up on Twitter at EDID Podcast and find us on Facebook. Search Every Day I'm Different. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) God damn, I'm mad. I don't even know how to sign off right now. I'm Van Kelly for Paul. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.